0: <laughs> <laughs> adhd
1: explorers. Exploring That's the world. adhd
2: again. Hello. There's Addy there. And there's Ben here. Yep. Today we're talking about rejection sensitive dysphoria.
0: What is that, yep. uh, So rejection sensitivity is basically when you perceive uh, a sense of rejection or perceived rejection uh, is more than it necessarily actually is. Um, and essentially we feel a sense of rejection or um, disappointment, I think, more than other people maybe do. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It's like as if we feel the pain more than nourishment. Exactly. Before. In fact, the Greek for dysphoria means unbearable. Ooh fun fact look. <laughs> this time we've done some googling people
1: <laughs>
2: yeah so yeah it's like unbearable pain and from I just did like like 15 minutes of research to sound like I know something about like I know a bit more and it's actually really expanded my idea of what I thought it was mm. because yeah there's that bit of it where let's say you do something for someone and you accidentally like called them a name they really don't like
1: mm-hmm. and you
2: and they like don't like you anymore and god damn, you feel absolutely crap,
1: mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah. And then you rage. For some reason, <sighs> the rage comes. The, the rage, the sad rage that like happens and I thought it was just that. Um, but from my research that I just did, it's expanding my idea of it. It's actually made me think that actually if you have the thought that people don't like you, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, and you feel that so strong, you turn into a pleaser mm-hmm. that pleases everyone that becomes a chameleon.
0: Mm. of whatever, it's So that you, want. you don't have that like quote unquote negative reaction and that like adverse effect yeah. of like being extremely upset or whatever. And so you, turn around into like I'm going to try and do everything to make everyone happy all the time yeah which
2: is like it's like dealing it's like a way to deal with it Uh but that's a big way it's a lot of pressure it is
0: yeah and you can't Uh please everyone all the time and I was like
2: reading that I was like that's not true and then I remembered that when I was with a vegan girlfriend I was vegan and when I was with a vegetarian girlfriend I was vegetarian (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going go with a different diet and I have the same diet as her. So I don't know what that says, but I have a suspicion that it might be true.
0: Oh, just to get Mine's there. more I'm just like use. that <laughs> feeling of like, uh, even if I know that someone is probably going to say yes to something and I want to ask them a favour, I still just like, uh, could you maybe, would it be okay? What we-? the fuck? Right? Just...
2: Why, <laughs> pretty please. please, please would you sir, humble little me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, that.
2: Is, like it's it's expanding kind of my idea to like being a pleaser and like okay, being really sensitive to criticism. Mm. Another thing that I didn't realize was part of it, but holy moly, when it comes to
1: oh
0: making man. art, just What's criticism what? in general, my um professor at university told me that I was doing pretty well and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what would you say? If I said you're doing badly. There was a hint of
2: negativity is enough.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> doing pretty well. How dare you? I am the queen. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? I, did we have we learned anything about I know the science isn't there yet because, like, we can't do the high-resolution brain scans enough,
1: mm-hmm. right,
2: or something. But
1: yeah, so and it's, it's still a huge not there like, the
2: ADHD community.
0: Yeah, marked as like an official symptom, but uh, just out of the community, the people who responded, I just said, "Have you experienced RSD?" Uh, those who said yes were ninety-seven percent. Oh, of our viewership said yes. They 97 ninety-seven. Yeah. Well, so, like,
2: there you go. Exactly. That's pretty convincing. <laughs> Boy, how quite... Even if three people push the wrong button, that's still like at least. <laughs> quite... <laughs> <laughs> and that says a lot. A lot. So, um, what I didn't realize. Oh, here's another one. Another thing. I have so many like random like patterns that I I've just found, and I didn't realize it was all part of it, but not starting projects because you'll feel like you'll fail or you'll let down the expectations of yourself or others.
0: I can see that for sure.
2: So it's like I didn't realise you can kind of have the intense rejection of your own, like, expectations of yourself because I feel like there's a big part of us that's a dreamer, you know, that wants, as a bit of an optimist, And you can see these great things. Mm.
1: And then
2: maybe whatever gets in the way, distractions or whatnot, and we let ourselves down and go into this period of sadness or, like, depression because Mm -hmm. we've let down our expectations and have let down, like, trust in ourselves. And we carry this huge bag of guilt around. Mm.
0: And probably it's also related to like we constantly got told when we were kids like you have so much potential you could do so much blah blah blah. and so then we're like so yeah we feel like we have to do the best like we can't just do we can't just be okay at things we have to like if we do anything it has to be like the best because we have so much potential to fulfill and so then we just don't do yes. anything because we're worried that it's not going to be the best and at least
2: to perfectionistic qualities.
0: Yeah, I feel like that should be like another said. episode on its own completely as basically. Oh
2: yeah, that's just expand yeah, to infinity until we covered everything. Um, so it's a really interesting topic because it has many parts, but how about we dive in to what the community has said yeah. and their experiences.
0: I will bring up my screen. All right. Oh, do you so- want
2: to like? <laughs> I we can
0: share our like stories of what's. Oh yeah, we, so we, let's well, do. I, I guess
2: when it comes up too.
0: Do. We'll do that. So what? Like, what is your personal experience with rejection sensitivity?
2: Okay. Well, I okay. I joined the ADHD community after people was like, "Yo, you're ADHD," and I was like, "All right, mate." I joined it and then I saw this RSD thing everywhere, and I was like, "Oh, that's not me!" <laughs> For ages, yeah. and then, and then I like had this like breakdown thing, where I <laughs> was like in a ball on the floor crying, all of my emotions came out at once, and I was like, "Shit, this has happened before, like a few times, where I just go into this like rage monster," mm. and then I it clicked, and I was like, "Oh, hang on, this is RSD." and mm-hmm. um so from that I think I've learned a lot about what it can do in relationships because mm-hmm. you're with someone and they know you really well and like communication errors happen or whatever even if you really love each other mm-hmm. and if gosh just just have like the perception you know, like, I've, like I've let someone down or my partner down man the pain gets so strong, it's almost like in that moment, my logical mind switches off and I become a kind of monkey. Mm. And it's like, I'm so sad that it hurts so bad,
1: that mm-hmm. the
2: only thing I can do is rage at that thing that has caused it and try and make it go away by being yeah. the rage. I feel yeah. like that's the impression of what like this pattern is. In- yeah. My mammalian body you
1: know? so
0: i feel like there's like the two elements tied together where it's like rejection sensitivity we feel the rejection or we perceive rejection more but then also the like emotional dysregulation of like once we've perceived that rejection badly then the negative emotions we can't control them and it just comes out in like full swing of like yeah that rage or upset or whatever it is um or like it flips around. In my case, I know that if I feel like someone is mad at me or that I've done something wrong, then it flips around. And then I become like, I'm the worst person in the world. I guess I'm an idiot. And that has like to me for me led to like self-harm and uh, like things like that in the past, because Mm. I, I put all of that blame onto myself which is sad. Yes.
2: Yeah, and that's a lot.
0: Hmm.
2: It's a lot. Like, I feel like that's why I want to just give everyone a big hug. Because, <laughs> yeah, all the time. Because it's like, what's a good metaphor for this? It's like, they, uh, I think Russell Barkley, when I was listening to his book, he said something like, we just have a smaller capacity to control our emotions when they do come like people have more of a kind of management system that's like mm-hmm. hardwired or something and he mm-hmm. said that it's more likely to open the box because of whatever because of the wiring or whatever reason mm-hmm. and or because of the lack of uh re- regulation mm-hmm. um and and so yeah i just the, then it becomes a game of managing that in different ways and i feel like I feel like it happens in stages you know that I have binges of like mindfulness and then I'm really good for a bit and then I forget and I'm like oh the rage has come again (laughs) you know (laughs) so but I have found things that have worked like Mm -hmm. one really useful thing that my partner said to recommend and share is what you taught me and Mm -hmm. it's the traffic light system oh yeah and that's been really good it's like so like you explain it better than me
0: yeah so it's you, basically you like it you have the red zone which is like no go don't talk to me i can't uh control my emotions right now and do not talk to what me Amber,
2: and... because i i couldn't define it myself i need so,
0: needed... yeah i would say amber or orange is like um i'm getting to that point where i'm getting frustrated or upset but i maybe with the right kind of tone and the right kind of conversation you can we can have a discussion about things right now Uh, so it's like if someone is is very uh calm or forgiving with you or you know gives you a big hug before they try and talk to you and um, uh it becomes manageable as amber yeah and then green is like okay yeah i'm fine right now whatever talk to me i can handle whatever you know you're not like in a point where you have rejection sensitivity um i like that and so you have like you can either have you know cards that you flip up or just like an actual light if you have that disposable to you or like whatever it is
2: you know i found on amazon there's these little squish toys
1: Uh uh-huh that
2: are really cute and they look like there's one shaped like a turtle and it has a really smiley face. And if you're angry, you can just flip it inside out and it becomes an angry face of a Ooh,
1: different colour.
2: yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure if you're finding a Google, like, reversible, squished, I don't know, toy, happy, sad, <laughs> ADD or whatever, <laughs> autism. And,
0: dude, I
2: thought that's such a good idea because if you're moody, then you can just be in your mood as long as you want yeah I mean, you, you just have to,
0: to kind of communicate anyway. yeah so my experience with um well like I mean I, f- I feel like things like with my professor telling me I was doing pretty well but uh, I felt like wrong but you know like the more extreme side of it is is things like um with my ex-partner I remember one time I was just like I was already frustrated oh that was it it was the mayonnaise incident which like I feel like people who know me know a bit about the mayonnaise incident. And basically, I'm with the mayonnaise, so I make mayonnaise from scratch at home, and most of the time it goes perfectly fine, and I have no issues. And then every so often, it just doesn't work. It like doesn't thicken. I add more oil. I add more whatever. It doesn't work. So I'm doing this, oh. and it's not working, and it's not working, and it's not working, and I'm just getting more and more frustrated and like more and more just like slightly on edge slightly on edge more 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 and then oh. um there were a lot of dishes in the sink that i hadn't done because i'm not good at doing my like dishes and my partner uh ins- no noticed that i was getting on edge about what i was doing the mayonnaise not working decided that was the best time to say could you not put the dishes in the sink just leave them on the side and I flipped I threw the hand blender across the room I screamed I like got fucking shitty mayonnaise everywhere and it was like
1: <laughs> oh,
0: shit. it was bad oh, and it was all just because them. it was like it was like a slow build that then yeah. was the wrong yeah. thing at the wrong time um yeah. and then I just like flipped right and it was because yes. it felt like an attack on me in that moment because I was already on yeah. edge, you know? Yeah,
2: it's like with every bit of emotion you feel, like when I'm showing sure you are mixing up them eggs or whatever you use,
1: mayonnaise.
2: <laughs> I guess um, I'm vegan. Yeah, I was like, how is she making mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> um, when you, I feel like we have that, like I really like that metaphor of the battery, And then whenever we have to use self-control to regulate some emotion, we're like, It drains the battery. Yeah. And it always seems to happen when we're out of juice.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Because our self-control is used up for the day. Mm. You know, like if we've been doing something really hard all day and we've been like, you know, feeling like frustrated with it and continued bravely,
0: (laughs) you know, we have to do sometimes to get things done,
2: you know, (laughs) then it, all it takes is a little like, Hey, don't put the dishes in the sink.
0: Yeah. Which like, like, I think, you know, if I was, if I was in a calm mood, if I was, if it was a different day, it would be like, okay, well, I won't do that, you know, whatever. But it's, it's that set of circumstances. And yeah, like you said, your battery's already drained. It was the end of the day. I'd had a full work day decided I wasn't going to like make homemade mayo. It wasn't working. (laughs) Or, like, small, small, small things stacking on top of each other. Yeah. And then yeah. that's it. And, yeah, it can feel, it can feel like a, a personal attack.
2: Dude, it's, it's, like, scary to, like, be inside, to be honest. Like, sometimes when I'm in a rage, I'm, like, watching myself. And mm. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? But like, <laughs> yeah. I, it, that voice doesn't have any control anymore. You know, it's yeah. like a Frank, uh, Jekyll and Hyde kind mm. of thing. And, you know, like, I've like punched walls, like I'm people mm-hmm. sure punch bunch of us walls. I know, <laughs> like, and it like takes courage to say this, but I feel like stuff like this needs to be said and shared because yeah. we need to be real and honest about what goes on yeah. in our lives and grow together. And-, and also
0: because by talking about it, it's like, okay, this is what could happen. Um, I feel like I'm out of control at this point when, and I do these things. If I don't get to that point, like these are the steps we can take to not get to that point that I feel like I'm out of control, you know?
2: Right. And that's definitely worth a conversation too. Like I've got some top tips. Uh, Should I just dump them out?
1: Yeah, go for it.
2: (laughs) Right. Number one, freaking use a travel light system. The best way is prevention. Mm. Just getting. awareness of your emotions like from your part your partner can be aware of how you're feeling it's really my partner wanted to share this was like she said that she is looking out for when times i'm like yellow or red
1: mm,
0: so even if you can, don't know it yet like yeah she can even see the external signs it. sometimes
2: and then that's she amazing when i'm yeah like i think that's a gift to be in a relationship like that and she says that when i'm yellow or particularly when i'm red she talks very sweetly to me Aww. and that doesn't say anything that would be seen as triggering yeah. or like, like I'm not good or and she's very loving.
1: Yeah. And
2: that's been great. So that's one top tip is just an awareness of how you're feeling. And then the other tip would be that same thing I always say, having an awareness of your emotions in your body through practices like mm. yoga meditation has like, that helps me have a kind of pre warning system because if I can feel it building in my body consciously, like and have my brain even like see a little bit of that before it overtakes and hijacks me, mm. then I get to have a conscious choice about whether I want to let this continue or if I should err uh, on the side of question.
0: Yeah. So it's, I, I think I've mentioned before that like, for me, it's that like tight feeling in my chest and my throat. And I start to notice that and I'm I'm getting slowly better at noticing it before it it really comes on. Um, But it takes a lot of time and practice to be like feeling your emotions before they really set in.
2: Yeah. And I know it's hard. Like, I know it, you know, we know. But I wanted to talk about this, what I'm about to say, because we are a community of ADH doers. We're not a community of ADH whingers. We know, like, we have problems, but we've got these brains and we want to do cool things. So, like, how can we work with it? And this is one thing I wanted to say in regards to that was, it is a skill to grow your ability to regulate your emotions and it's not like hopeless. I think, I think we should both understand that yeah, it's hard to have a rejection sensitive dysphoria and like have this wild emotions come and we shouldn't necessarily feel guilty but we should use it as a trigger to learn more about how we can work with it. And I think that learning to regulate my emotions and things have helped me a lot. And so I just wanted to let people know that, you know, it's not that we have this and it's unchangeable. Like we have the ability to, even though it takes some learning and some skill, it's a skill. And I call it the skill of chill. And in Buddhism, it's called equanimity, Mm. which is like, you can grow this ability that when you feel when you have a reaction to something, like let's say a mosquito bites you on your head. Mm. You're very oh, yeah. sensitive, you feel that. Yeah, right? Because this is how I learned this. A mosquito did bite me in the head. And I was like, fuck, because I was really sensitive at the time. And our body straight away wants to react to that with anger. And it's just, it's like uh, reacting to it with no emotion. And, it's, uh, it's a skill that's grown over time just through like meditation and acceptance of the situation as it is. Mm. And ov- obviously, it sounds like kind of philosophical at this point when I don't have the time to explain the full thing. But I just wanted to let people know that, like, there are ways to grow that ability mm-hmm. uh, and reduce what they call an overactive amygdala. Mm. Amygdala is how the Americans say it. Um, yeah which is that part of your brain that regulates emotions Mm -hmm. and it can be trained, and I didn't know that when I was younger I wanted to share that
1: because it's so if it's
0: overactive you feel you have a quick um feel to reaction basically of your emotions but if it's if you produce that reactivity then it helps you regulate it's,
2: it's great if you're a warrior you know or like hunting (laughs) because you get the emotions going that encourage you to do these things but in modern society people are like no don't feel anger in public which is kind of kind of works you know
0: so what what do you think about you know like it's the rejection sensitivity side so like the perceived rejection of if of when someone isn't even necessarily like telling us something that's against us personally how do we how do we tell that first of all like can we (laughs) What? what do you mean? You know, like, what? how do we I know whether it's, it's just us thinking that they were being uh, mean to us so or like against us, or okay. how do we know if that we're just taking it the wrong way? Like, what, can you we think forget?
2: we should think for a second before we react. Is that what you're saying? It's
0: not our style, mate. Yeah, it's not our style. So, yeah, we, um, have a story with this, you know, from yesterday that I think, I think our founder will be okay if we share this but basically we had a group chat right uh, about this podcast um and uh I mean you know was messaging us asking you know when we're recording next and we're both quite busy people and we kind of just said you know um we're busy essentially we're trying to figure it out and he came back with something along the lines of well I don't want to just be wasting people's time or like wasting our time something like that right and I was like that came across like, as really like mean or harsh and we're like we put a lot of energy into this we're not wasting you know anyone's time and because we also were quite blunt in our responses I think he took it really the wrong way and he got really upset and just left the group chat there um, were involved yeah
2: <laughs> and like this is why it's funny that we run ADH doers. As like adhd Because
0: <laughs> there's know, three it's of like, us, multiple yeah, of us.
1: Maybe
2: amazing um we get stuff done. But yeah, like it happens to us too, you know? Yeah.
0: And, I, and, and then we, we understand... talked to him and we were like, are you okay? He realized yeah. he was tired. He took things the wrong way. We talked it through and it was fine. But yeah, it just yeah, like...
2: I also helped see his perspective too. And I, could, I can understand how, you know, how he saw it. And, um, well, it just shows it happens to us all. And, like, Armin is one of the most amazing ADHDers to me because he he has the same things as all of us, like with Mm -hmm. procrastination and, you know, RSD and everything. But he's managed to, like, build this huge community. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, one of the – he's an amazing coach, too, when he was coaching. Mm -hmm. He changed my life in a big way, to be honest. And I have so much respect for him. And to oh, see just a human that can like have this style of brain and absolutely rock it in his own way, I just love
0: it. I think yeah. So, I mean, there. when you it's listen to this, like, all of us. yeah, you're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we oh, yeah. understand.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Should we dive into some of the yeah. viewer, viewer listener yeah. community it's response? It is. All right, so this person says, I used to live with my aunt, and every time I did something wrong, she'd tell me what's bad, even though she was saying it nicely and I agreed with everything she was saying, I'd still cry so hard. I was and still am anxious to be in the same room as her for some reason. Oh,
2: that is the worst situation. Yeah. Really critical people.
0: Yeah, it's because like I'm even rude. if they don't mean it in a bad way and they're just kind of, they point out.
2: People want you to grow. Yeah. And that hurts a lot. <laughs> um, I get that anxiousness. I really understand that. And they, from my research, it says it's a big part of it. But apparently it can grow into a style of mind that is so agitated and anxious that they might be doing something wrong that they get like jumpy mm.
1: when someone comes
2: in the room and I know that feeling oh, wow. um, like I don't know, I grew up in a stressful household mm-hmm. and I sometimes sometimes when I hear loud footsteps going along the floor, floorboards I get like freaked out mm. because it's like, I feel like I'm going to like be told off
1: huh.
2: or like shouted at because like, and I understand what, why I was in a stressful household. Like my mom was trying to raise four of us mm-hmm. um, on her own and working full time. And so I really resonate with that. Um, and it is a struggle.
1: Yeah. It's um...
2: the atmosphere of, critical people mm-hmm. and someone telling you are wrong all the time it's crushing
0: yeah so I think like sometimes it's it's uh we perceive things as being m- more hurtful than they are but sometimes it's things like that where you know that is hurtful it is you're know, someone constantly picking out your flaws or something you've done wrong I don't think that is healthy or good necessarily. So I don't think.
2: That brings up another point. Like one part of it is our perception Mm -hmm. because like if we think that person's intentions are to hurt us and to cause us pain, then we're going to feel a lot of pain. But if we feel like that person's intentions are, you know, just loving by saying those things, then we won't feel the pain and it Mm. basically all comes down to things like tone of voice Mm -hmm. and knowing someone's intentions Mm
1: -hmm.
2: really we're like I I, it's a part of the ADHD community where people are really sensitive to vibes you know yeah for sure I've tried
1: the vibe tribe
2: (laughs) yeah like I'm really sorry about that but I understand
0: yeah and thank you for sharing yeah thank you you want to read this one? Okay.
1: This
2: one says, my parents are Israeli and there's a communication slash language barrier between us because I can speak Hebrew, but my first language is English. Anyway, sometimes stuff my mom or dad say that come off controversial but are topics I am passionate about, i.e. LGBTQ rights, can trigger me so much to the point where, and in brackets, she said, when they literally share the same views as me, I blow up at them because how could they possibly think like that? It all goes back to language. God, that sounded so confusing. Sorry. No, that makes sense. So they're Mm. saying that. Okay. I think it's important to mention the things we're passionate about. Because when people diss what I'm passionate about, I get weirdly annoyed. Oh, yeah. Same. (laughs) Um, Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that's a thing. Um, Because. um, But. I think they're saying that even when it happens so much that when they actually do agree, it can still trigger it. Yeah,
1: because because
0: they have the language difference that they feel like they are disagreeing, even though they are actually saying the same thing. Oh, that is hard. Because, Mm.
2: yeah, damn, that's a crazy experience
0: i i relate to what you said though about like yeah when someone when, when someone disagrees with the thing that you're passionate about it yeah. feels like a personal affront like they're they're coming up against you even though it's not necessarily against you it's against like the whole well, like our concept whole world
2: is our passions
0: yeah so like because i'm vegan right and so i am very passionate about animal rights and veganism and blah 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 and so um the guy that i've been seeing is not and
2: interesting
0: when something comes up about animal agriculture and that we disagree on it even if it's just like a mild disagreement i take it super personally i take it as if it's yeah something against me because I hold those value systems so close to like who I am as a person if that makes sense
2: no totally I feel like I'm obsessed with space right Mm. I I understand the world through space like I know where stuff is in Texas because of where the launch sites are you know yeah (laughs) you know um and I understand the world through my passion so when someone's like um like someone like sent me a message the other day that was like something something against space and I was Oh like, well
0: <laughs> I sent you oh, a stupid God. meme that made fun oh, no. of Elon Musk once. <laughs> yeah. And you blew yeah, up. I me. went
2: raged. You, rage, rage so
0: <laughs> you were I like, did. He's done so much. <laughs> I was like, it was a yeah. meme. Um sorry. <laughs> like, I know. Like
2: I don't know what the deal is with. Um, well, it's just interesting to talk about and explore because I don't know all the answers. You yeah. Know? We're explorers here. <laughs> just helping everyone understand. And like. I don't know which one, like, what self-actualize ourselves as ADHD is. What's this one say?
0: It says, hey, I'm new to your page and new to thinking about ADHD. Your page, which I think is great, by the way. Thank you. I've briefly looked into what rsd is and it feels like it describes my behavior when i'm feeling rejected particularly around embarrassment intense uh anxious intense emotional outbursts going through a breakup at the moment so i'm very interested to learn more to avoid social withdrawal today i stayed in bed pretty much all day oh i hope you're feeling better and to try to be in control going forwards any thoughts or advice welcome um Well, I think like what you were saying about just like being aware of your emotions is kind of a way to like, quote unquote, control them. Um, uh, I freaking feel
2: this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, intense emotional outbursts have fucked so many relationships. Yeah. Mine.
0: Uh, Just in general, across the world, I think.
2: (laughs) Across the world, yeah. Because... Like, let's say if someone is very emotionally reactive too, it's a hellfire because we just work against each other, Mm. you know, because as soon as I'm triggered, I say mean things. And like the the things I know will hurt that person the most. And I'm not even like trying to do that to like hurt them, but it just happens as a kind Mm -hmm. of defense, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if that person can't see through it, that it's just someone being in pain, then damn it can it's the scars are real you know
0: yeah and it's interesting because they mention the the particularly around embarrassment and like i feel like generally i don't feel shame um or embarrassment like i go out and i like do all these crazy things all the time like wave my arms around whatever i like do not care um Except for like very, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. You know me.
1: <laughs> very
0: like specific social scenarios, so like in the office or like, um, in like business spaces, I'm always like constantly worried of saying something wrong and embarrassing myself, which is crazy because I like say what it was on my mind all the time, and then in these <laughs> other situations, I'm just like, what if I say something wrong and everyone hates me? <laughs> yes yes it
2: like what, It is that masking is that like you know how we're like acting all the time is that like part of it you feel
0: you yeah know, probably you where you're act, trying to mask or
2: like hype yeah Sorry. but you're worried that the
0: mask <laughs> will break and that people will yeah, see through like, it yeah. yeah and that then they won't like people what's the underneath room. the mask basically
2: yeah damn so that's interesting. Well, what do you think about that? Like, how do you handle that? Or you just, just
0: be super fucking awkward, your <laughs> dude? Yes.
2: What's that's funny,
0: that's funny is that there's probably people who've met me in those scenarios who think I'm like super reserved and quiet and like keep to myself. And I'm like,
2: yeah. Uh... No, I get that. I understand, like especially when. People are, uh, seem like they could judge you or they have some sort of power over you, like being your boss or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, Isn't and it? I've definitely felt that those kinds of, like that sense of that worry of embarrassment or um, sense of being an outsider is is stronger when I'm like in a point of depression or I'm heading into a depression, which is, it, I'm just like hyper aware of those differences. Yeah. yeah.
2: Let's yeah, talk about that because he was saying that he he wants to avoid social withdrawal.
1: Mm. And like
2: today, he said he stayed in bed pretty much all day. And so, like, have you got some tips of what you'd say to him if he was chilling next year?
0: Sometimes, and, and I know it's not always possible, is that you kind of just have to, like, push through it and and just do the thing and usually if you if you can get yourself to do that which is not always possible and it's not always easy, I find that that actually ends up being um, a good time you know because you go yeah. out and you right. and you let go of those uh, prerequisites or those beliefs or whatever um, and you just I do stayed in bed all day today. <laughs> so I'm not the person to
2: ask. But these are the things that do get me out of bed. But uh, is that point?
0: Like, you're not staying out of bed out of social withdrawal, right? And anxiety. Or are you?
2: I mean, or it's really just you're
0: tired. tired.
2: <laughs> but like no, like I was just saying that like this is what has worked for me when I'm in that mood.
1: Yeah.
2: I there's a point where I'm like, fuck this. You know? And I feel like I've been the biggest blob ever. I just want to scroll and do easy stuff. Mm. I feel like the, you, you ever heard of that rocket launch thing? Go <laughs> okay, Three, two, one, rocket launch. <laughs> because there's a countdown, your body like prepares for it. And it doesn't have time to be like, oh, I'm going to not do this thing. You know, it doesn't have time to overanalyze and think. Oh, and then you just throw you yourself out of, launch, out of bed. Yeah, you just fucking launch. It's called the rocket launch. And then you just do one thing. Here's what, ha- what I do. I imagine what is the thing that will take less than two minutes as a physical action that I can do right now. And so mm-hmm. let's say I've been in bed all day. I, I would walk to the bathroom. I wouldn't even say I'll have a shower. I'd say I'll walk to the bathroom. Why do you just stand up? What I have to do is stand up. And so I shrink my forward-looking field, if you get me, mm-hmm. forward-looking telescope. To just 30 seconds. Yeah. What can I do right this millisecond? And give yourself a lot of love. Yeah. Enough, too, that I think is a huge part of RSD. is like, if you've got this backpack of guilt, it's self-love to be like, hey, mate, like, let's put this down for five minutes and just like have a break <laughs> from the guilt. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Goodbye, guilt.
2: <laughs> because I know I've lived a life of messing up fucking up is what I was going to say but I'm going to say up, fucking up you know this opportunities missed and like things I've said that have made people not like me anymore because I was impulsive you know yeah and I think at some point yeah you acknowledge these things and you do what you can and make people feel better but yeah you can't carry that guilt forever else you can't be loving to more people
0: I think a part of it for me as well was just accepting the fact that not everyone is going to like me. <laughs> right. You know, right. because okay. you are going to rub some people the wrong way and you are going to say the wrong thing sometimes. Oh, and you're accepting it in advance. Yeah, exactly. So I'm oh, like, okay, well. So I'm going to fuck up. So hello. <laughs>
2: yeah. So <laughs> you're going in already. Exactly. <laughs> that's hilarious. Wait, that's like really good. Because then you don't have too high expectations of yourself doing perfectly in social situations. Yeah. Like why should you have to why should you have to? Yeah. Well like you know what I mean? Like you're giving yourself a break.
1: hmm All right,
0: let's see what someone else has said. That's cute. Open, please.
2: I'm always convinced everyone hates me.
0: Oh, I said I'm I'm scared to try and progress because I can't deal with the rejection. Oof.
2: Still you, deal you. This is a hard topic. This one, because it's yeah, like, I feel like it's one of the cornerstones.
0: Yeah, it's one of the cornerstones. I feel like like we all experience it, but then at the same time, it's it's so under reported and underlooked
2: yeah it can't be quantified la 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 exactly but we can still feel it more than anything thank you very much yeah um but there are some great people doing stuff in the world in the world with this but it is hard like this is a hard thing to do and i feel like sometimes it's like if we're on a good path on a growth path Things can get exponentially better for us. But if we're on a bad path, it's like things can get worse because we're, like, stuck in a guilt cycle.
0: Yeah. But then I like what this person said. They're like, I'm a CEO. I got rejected so many times, and I felt I'm going to do everything to prove that person was wrong. So that's kind of like trying to take it the other way and say, like, okay, well, you felt, you did, you rejected me or I, you, you told me I couldn't do this and so I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do the opposite of what you
2: think. Wow. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I feel like RSD is a blessing and a curse because yeah, on one hand, we feel very emotionally at the time. But on the other hand, we learn from those things because they hit us. Yeah. Hard. I like... I know that being rejected in school, when I asked that a girl, it hurt me so hard that I was like, "I'm gonna, you know, become someone great that she could never reject." Mm. And I got really, really, really good at guitar, <laughs> and so like I don't think I would have learned guitar if I hadn't got rejected.
1: That's funny. So I
2: would have taken a lot of like I joined a theater group, and that I I was terrified of singing. Mm. And, Public, but I joined a theater group and I auditioned by singing because I thought I'm not gonna let this fear hold me back anymore yeah because it was I, ha- I had to uh, I had to get it I had to
1: get that
0: yeah and when you can flip it and put it in their mindset then it's great but it isn't always possible to do that you know and that's okay sometimes yeah. it's hard to to flip it into a positive and turn it around and fight back and whatever sometimes it just feels too hard and too painful and and that's okay
2: like i wish i wish like when i was like six a wise wizard came to me at night in a glowing purple gown and said look when things are really hard just choose how you see them and you'll change your life (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah it'll be it'll be cool to be like yeah use it as fuel okay well i
0: think rsd is one of the main reasons why i'm unable to date someone
2: yeah yeah not gonna lie in relationships it is. i think it's one of the key issues really
1: Yeah, this is
0: what this one what is what I was basically talking about earlier. This person said makes it hard to differentiate when someone actually did something bad, or is it me overthinking?
2: Yeah, true. And it's that's influenced by our mood at the time, I feel. Yeah. If we're like feeling bad about ourselves anyway, in general, which we're likely to be, because we've probably I know procrastinated or feel guilty about something. (laughs) then that's just confirmation bias. When someone says, oh, you didn't do that very well. Mm. You know, it's like, we're trying over here, we're trying hard.
0: But I think, uh, you know, we can never really know, right? What they're thinking or what they meant. So mm. why not assume, if we're gonna assume something cause that's what we're doing, right? We're assuming that they, they meant the worst. Why not assume yeah. that they meant it in a good way, or you know, like that they That's meant? Nice to say. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but I guess what you're trying to what you how you could see it is like, what if we practice permanent empathy of all people that they're going through a struggle and they don't yeah. need to offend?
0: You? I mean, what if that would be great? We'd <laughs> <laughs> also be exhausting, don't you think? Yes,
2: it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. I saw this meme today. I'm just going to just take this on in a different direction because it was a Name. meme. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw this meme today that was like, um, oh, you know what? Uh, someone said to me that uh, they got a journal and then it cured their ADHD. And it was like <laughs> slash sarcastic, that little slash like, S symbol.
1: Oh, yeah. And I was like, lol. Because... <laughs>
2: That's part, of, like, it's part okay in that. of my you
0: know, self care practice is journaling.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, like that's right. I would love to at least you journal. Like that's good. That's really good. Um, but I just think that saying something is different from doing it for us.
1: Mm.
2: Sometimes you know we got to be like we got to be like motivated to do it in a way. We're going to have all this knowledge and then doing it is different. Okay, I'll read another fun sharing. Another sharing. Whenever I start to tell a story, I immediately regret it and stop because I'm not sure how they're going to react. <laughs> Literally anything in my life leads me to getting embarrassed of my, myself because of RSD in different situations. Yeah. This is a huge topic, I think, Addie.
0: Yeah, it goes back to that uh, a sense of embarrassment of like, oh, and nobody wanted to hear that story. <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna Here's stop. what's interesting:
0: it's like
2: you can take, people seem to take it two different ways. It's like, you can, like, you, I think your acknowledging it in advance has kind of helped you. Yeah. And like, I think that that would be a cool thing for, every, like, I wanna try that now, you know? It's, it's like, I think there was a point in life where I, I hit this, like it's so much weight to have to like frame your words in the right way and being afraid of saying the wrong thing all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's
2: a point I got to where I let go a bit more and I was mm-hmm. like, look, I'm not exactly in control of my voice so I'm just going to try and be a good person to the core and Mm -hmm. then my voice will be in line you know you know so then I don't have to worry that I'm going to say the wrong thing because I'm trying to be a great person yeah letting go has helped me I'd say
1: yeah
0: I think partly it's because like I was um working as an actor and, and right. people you know they say when you're an actor it's just like you're going to get rejected and you have to learn to deal with mm-hmm. it and so you have to learn to not take it personally every time you don't get an audition or you don't do whatever um, and so yeah it's it I think that helped me a little bit it's like you have to train yourself to be like okay well it wasn't about me I just wasn't they were looking for something else they had someone else in mind they you know wasn't about me
2: yeah everyone has their own view like let's say like we're more likely to take things seriously but like people have lived completely different lives to us and they've had different experiences that have made them see things in a certain way and what they may be saying may be nothing to do with us mm. but i know i'm saying it and it's different in the moment of course but <laughs> yeah i don't know that's something <laughs> that people say sometimes i guess
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I fucking know.
2: well there are many occasions here's another one there are many occasions so i guess overall is frustration that often being my perspective uh, so they're saying there's many occasions they feel RSD I guess mm. overall I feel frustrated ha- that happens a lot
0: so yeah, yeah. basically they're like frustrated at themselves for like perceiving it the wrong way Oh, this <laughs> is like good. a loop okay. we have to do a whole episode
2: on the podcast about managing guilt and self doubt more like <laughs> Managing guilt. We did just have that one, but managing guilt and feeling low self-esteem. Yeah. Because all of these situations lead to it again and again. And then we go into a negative spiral and then we're just like a a, like a vegetable dumpling, it feels like. You know, (laughs) vegetable dumplings are delicious. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what we need to share. (laughs) Um because oh. i think it's really important we have to find solutions to these or ways to help you you want me to read that one
0: um i can it's yeah they said a friend had told me after asking why she cropped me out of a picture she only posts pics with uh, meaning and people she likes turns out her boyfriend wrote it oh Oh, God, that is crushing. Sounds like her boyfriend is a
1: dick. Yeah. Like, why would you even say that? Yeah. You know? <sighs> I need
2: ask before I eat anything, because I don't want to upset anyone by eating their
1: food. <laughs> oh. oh. Are
0: they... Oh. Maybe they, like, have a shared household where they, yeah. you know, a yeah. or they, something. something. it's just like, even, even if they're, they've they agreed to share food, you know, I just ask because I don't want to upset anyone.
2: <laughs> Wait, read this next one about Paul.
0: Oh, I got positive. I got a positive but critical feedback to a story I wrote when I was 20. At 32, I still don't show stuff. That hurts to
2: read because... I, I was thinking about, like, when I was doing my research, I was thinking about a review I got of my, my last little EP I put out.
1: Mm. And it
2: took me, it took me like, a year. And I wrote the songs. And I, like, learned how, learned how to produce music. And mm. I wrote them. And it's, like, as an ADHD I feel like that was the moment where I was trying to turn it all around.
1: Yeah.
2: I was, like, I want to prove that I can make things. And I did what I consider, like, a bunch of work.
1: Yeah, I released he did. it.
2: And I, and I asked a guy for a, a, an honest review. And he said some nice things. But those negative things he said, he said, like, oh, stick with a you. Of, I said, a, you know, a bunch of songwriter tropes and like simplistic chord progressions. And I, that, that was like three or four years ago. And I haven't released, I've released like one song since then
0: yeah sometimes it's i think that's why we have that uh perceived rejection because the the actual like negative comments and rejection that we got when we're younger or even you know recently they stick with us more than the positive comments for some reason like we hold on to them and so then uh, if someone tells us something like um my brother after um, you know, we made that music video and I felt like I did a good job like singing and it was really good. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. And oh. then my my brother um messaged me, he's like, Hey,
1: you should have singing lessons. <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: oh. Right. Yes. It hurts, man. It's hard.
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was really proud of that. <laughs>
2: oh well it's funny because it's like you can take it like now I just want to I always get really inspired in these conversations I get a little real, real passionate but I almost want to like like what if you could like take every criticism you receive and like I don't know use it as fuel and yeah. reiterate on your version of yourself or r- your work and just be like look I'm gonna get hurt I'm going to make a bunch of these things, I'm going to make a bunch of songs, I'm going to make a bunch of pottery <laughs> and I'm going to take the feedback and look, just let the criticism rain like beautiful rain and I'm going to feel on my face. And just that's, this is what happens when I, I get passionate. I'm like, I'm going to write a fucking poem in my brain about it mm. and a new way to see it because I don't want to kind of accept that this is the way things are, you know, and we shouldn't have to accept that this is the way things will always be. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's how our brain is wired. And so we've got to find a way to work with it somehow. And if any of you have solutions that have worked for you, please share it with us and we will spread it around.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to read this (laughs) person? They have a few comments. Yes. Okay. So the first one, um, Feeling that my friends tolerate me instead of actually wanting me around <sighs> not feeling important to anyone, despite evidence to the contrary. Mm. I'm picking up on the slightest change in someone's energy and interpret it as changing their feelings towards me.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my
2: God. This this is explaining a lot. I'm having like a brain melt.
0: So I think some of these is probably why we are more prone to things like depression and anxiety. It's because it's like not feeling important to anyone. I relate to that. It's like when, when I'm in a depressed mood, it's I don't see the, even if I have my family telling me, I love they love me, and my roommates like showing that,, blah, 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 but I like don't feel like I matter which is it's bizarre even though i know that i do and i know there's people that care about me but, yeah, i feel your like i
2: need to get told i'm loved every day yeah you know same. and if there's one day where my goop isn't like yo you're great i'm like oh my god she hates me mm. or if she's quiet for 10 minutes i'm like oh she hates me <laughs> if someone so doesn't do text back for
0: 5 minutes you're like
1: yeah
2: (sighs) like what is the deal like there's got to be a reason right some sort of evolutionary reason like why are we so aware of these feelings and why do you take it like we're not doing the right thing
0: and like that the the picking up on the slightest change in someone's energy and interpreting it as changing feelings towards me like that it's like a sense a sense of hypersensitivity you know like we're, we're acutely aware to these like minute changes in someone's energy yes. vibe or whatever and like sometimes it's not even about us sometimes they just like had bad gas or like <laughs> yes i feel yeah, like they got news on from hand... something else and it's like literally nothing about you but you take it personally
2: yeah it's like we've got both this hypersensitivity to people's emotions. And also, I think a lot of us have low self-esteem deep down Mm. or like maybe close to the surface. Now everyone's talking about it (laughs) because, because, you know, we have got all those society expectations. We have to be productive and we have to be on time. (laughs) (laughs) And this thing, which isn't really our, our like pro things we do. Like manage our time, and all of this. Like, um, I call it like domesticated human stuff.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, (laughs) like in the same way that cows were once free and now that they're in a field. Yeah. um, That's how. um, That book I'm reading talks about it.
0: Like we are all now just in boxes, like like in buildings. (laughs)
2: Yeah, and we need. I feel like one thing that is missing in modern society is that sense of belonging and connection to a community Yeah. that we had when we were more tribal. Mm. Obviously we've got like modern medicine and all that stuff, la la la, but I feel like we've become a lot more individualistic Mm -hmm. and we live in different houses and we have fences up between them and I feel like that can play on your self-esteem because before when we lived close with our grandparents, like they still do in Asia a lot more often, and stuff like that, you have this sense of like uh, what's the word? Purpose. Like this love that is oh. like un unforgiv- like forgiving of everything. Yeah. And so you've got that acceptance. And I feel like if you don't have that acceptance then you get all up in your head mm. and you feel like you're doing a bad job and you get in this negative spiral where it's like you can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. So and we so need so, to
0: not do that. Just stop. What's me and
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know.
0: We don't know. have the answers. We're just here to talk about what it's like and what people have experienced and it seems like yeah Yeah. a lot of us have had this these feelings and we we either feel embarrassment super strong we get uh you know moody quickly and that's okay Mm. we're all just figuring our shit out
2: (laughs) you'll learn how to plaster walls like a pro (laughs) With all them holes you'll make. You get so good.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So um, I'm just going to say it again. Go out there and assume probably nobody's going to like you. And then the people that do is fine.
2: <laughs> you know what? Through that, you polarise people. And apparently the people that don't like you don't like you a lot. But the people that love you will love you more. Than I
0: just have, if
1: you do.
0: I think I'm a very polarising person. Like anyone who meets me either, they like love me or they're like wow she's fucking weird and a bit <laughs> yeah
2: yeah like you have to learn to love your taste you're like guinness but when people I'm love guinness. You, they're like oh guinness is the best mm. ever you know like you are entertainment to be around
0: yeah and
2: you know, in any situation it's funny because like self-esteem is a funny thing because it colours how we see the world,
1: mm-hmm.
2: don't you think? And I feel like when we feel like we're doing great, we're like invincible. And when we mm-hmm. feel like we're doing bad, man, it's like the world is on fire and the whole world
0: is exploding around you. <laughs> so I think the solution really is that if we all just go around complimenting each other constantly.
2: We're <laughs> hugging. And another thing I feel like is really cool is doing your thing like do the one thing that you're really good
0: at you just yeah because then you remind yourself that you are good good. at the thing right and then you build up your own self-esteem
2: you get so many compliments on it yeah Yeah.
0: because you're good at it exactly yeah well i I think we should should maybe finish finish up there just be but be good at something and go around complimenting people (laughs) oh man hey we'll
2: we'll find the solutions and share them for sure but for now know you're not alone give yourself some self-love because hey you got a lot on your plate as a human
0: and give someone
2: a consensual hug if they need it (laughs) yeah um we love you thanks for sharing and you're so doing honestly, great we'll grow together like share, send any tips you find our way and we'll sh- share them about
0: thanks thank you and
2: appreciate
0: it keep it real peace <laughs>